0: Chapter Ten Part Two of The Making of a Nation This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ben Wilford. The Making of a Nation The Beginnings of Israel's History by Charles Foster Kent. Chapter Ten Part Two Four the Tendency to Idealize National Heroes Is Shakespeare right in his statement that the evil that men do lives after them? The good is often teared with their bones. Why do men as a rule idealize the dead? Does the primitive tendency to ancestor worship in part explain this? Is the tendency to idealize the men of the past beneficial in its effect upon the race? What would be the effect if all the iniquity of the past were remembered? The tendency to idealize national heroes is by no means confined to the Hebrews. Greek, Roman, and English history abounds in illustrations. Cite some of the more striking. Why are they often thought of as descendants of the gods? Compare the popular conception of the first president of the United States and his character as portrayed in Ford's The Real George Washington. The portraits of national heroes, even though they are idealized exert a powerful and wholesome influence upon the nations who honor their memory the noblest ideals in each succeeding generation are often thus concretely embodied in the character of some national hero compare the great heroes of greek mythology with the early heroes of the old testament do these differences correspond to the distinctive characteristics of the greek and the hebrews are these differences due to the peculiar genius of each race or in part to the influence exerted by the ideals thus concretely presented upon each succeeding generation? Is it probable that in the character of Abraham the traditional father of the Hebrew race was idealized? Is it possible that teachers of Israel consciously or unconsciously fostered this tendency that they might, in this concrete and effective way, impress their great teachings upon their race? If so, Does it increase or enhance the value and authority of these stories? 5. The Reason for Migration In the early history of most countries, there comes a pressure of population upon the productive powers of the land. As numbers increase in the hunting stage, game becomes scarce and more hunting grounds are needed. Tribes migrate from season to season, as did the American Indians, and eventually some members of the tribe are likely to go forth to seek new homes later in the pastoral stage of society as the wealth of flocks and herds increases more pasturage is needed and similar results follow even after agriculture is well established and commerce is well begun as in ancient greece colonies have a like origin in the england of the nineteenth century malthus and his followers taught the tendency of population to outgrow the means of subsistence. A tendency overcome only by restraints on the growth of population, or by new inventions that enable new sources of supply to be secured, or that render the old ones more efficient? Immigration and pioneering are thus a normal outgrowth of a progressive growing people in any stage of civilization. What does the statement about Abraham's wealth in cattle and silver and gold show regarding the country from which he came and the probable cause of God's direction? His removal immigrants and pioneers are usually the self-reliant and courageous who dare to endure hardships and incur risks to secure for their country and posterity the benefits of new lands and broader opportunity. The trials of new and untried experiences and often of dire peril strengthens the character already strong so that the pioneers in all lands and ages have been heroes whose exploits recounted in song and story have stirred their hearts and molded the faith of their descendants through many generations. In the light of later history, what was the profound religious significance to his race and to the world of the migration represented by Abraham? The biblical narrative does not state the exact way in which Jehovah spoke to Abraham. Is it possible and probable that God spoke to men in their early day as he speaks to them now? through their experiences and inner consciousness? In what sense was Abraham a pioneer? Was it for Abraham's material interest to migrate to Canaan? Six, the permanent value and influence of the Abraham narratives. Scholars will probably never absolutely agree regarding many problems connected with Abraham. Some has gone so far as to question whether he was an historical character or not. Is the question of fundamental importance other writers declare it probable that a tribal sheik by the name of abraham led one of the many nomad tribes that somewhere about the middle of the second millennium bc moved westward in the territory of palestine it is probable that popular tradition has preserved certain facts regarding his life and character it is equally clear that the different groups of israel's teachers have each interpreted his character and work in keeping with their distinctive ideals Each individual narrative has an independent unity, and the connection between the different accounts is far from close. Some of them aim to explain the derivatives of popular names, as for example, Abraham, Isaac, and Ishmael, the sanctity of certain sacred places, as for example, Beersheba, the origin of important institutions, as for example, circumcision, and the substitution of animal for human sacrifice, and the explanation of striking physical phenomena as, for example, the desolate shores of the Dead Sea. Some of these accounts, like the table of nations in Genesis 10, preserve the memory of the relationship between Israel and its neighbors. They preserve also the characteristic popular record of the early migrations which brought these people to Palestine, where they crystallized into the different nations that figure in the drama of Israel's history. The permanent and universal value of these stories lies, however, in the great moral principles which they vividly and effectively illustrate. The prophetic portrait of Abraham was an inspiring example to hold up before a race. The characteristics of Abraham can be traced in the ideals and character of the Israelites. They were unquestionably an important force in developing the prophet nation. He was, therefore, preeminently a spiritual pioneer how far do these stories and especially the accounts of the covenant between jehovah and abraham embody the national and spiritual aspirations of the race are the abraham stories a practical inspiration to the present generation what qualities in his character are essential to the all-around man of any age how far would the abraham of the prophetic stories succeed were he living in america today would he be appreciated by a majority of our citizens Are spiritual pioneers of the type of Abraham absolutely needed in every nation and generation if the human race is to progress? Questions for further consideration. Are God's purposes often contrary to man's desires? Ever to man's best interest? What qualities must every true pioneer possess? What is the ultimate basis of all true politeness? Who are some of the great pioneers of early American history? What were their chief contributions to their nation? Is your own conscientious conception of your duty to be considered as God's command to you? Does he give any other command? Does a high stage of civilization ennoble character or tend to degrade it? Subjects for further study 1. Abraham in late Jewish tradition Hastings, Dictionary of the Bible, 1, pages 16 and 17 Ginsburg, The Legends of the Jews, 1, pages 185 through 308. 2. The Geological History of the Dead Sea Valley. Hastings, Dictionary of the Bible, 1, pages 575 through 577. Encyclopedia of the Bible, 1, pages 1042 through 1046. Kent, Bible Geography and History, pages 45 through 54. Smith, History, Geography, pages 499 through 516. 3. The Original Meaning of Sacrifice, Study of the Old Testament, 4, page 238. Hastings, Dictionary of the Bible, 4, pages 329 through 331. Encyclopedia of the Bible, 4, pages 4216 through 4226. Smith. Religion of the Semites, Pages 213 through 243. Pages 252 through 440. Gordon. Early traditions of Genesis. Pages 212 through 216. Four, a comparison of the motives that inspired the migrations of the ancestors of the Hebrews and our pilgrim fathers. Cheney. European background of American history. Andrews colonial self-government. End of chapter 10. Recording by Ben Wilford, Jackson, Tennessee.